Chapter 42 The Empty Ridge Pickett's Leap took the wolves by surprise, but they rallied, aiming their spears at the foolhardy soaring rabbit. Then Cole was there with the eager band, and they cut down the first wolves in a furious assault. Arcing over the front line, Pickett bore down on the white wolf, who swiveled his spear toward Pickett as he descended. But a speeding arrow found the spearhead and knocked it aside. Pickett crashed onto the stunned wolf's shield, breaking it in two with a shattering kick. Joe reloaded his bow and fired again. Pickett blocked a return thrust from the white wolf, then fell on him with a fury. They went to the ground in a swirling dust storm, but only one rose to his feet again. Seeing their commander slain, the wolves went mad with rage. Pickett swiveled, finding new foes and more work for his deadly weapon. Cole was struck from behind and crashed hard to the ground. Pickett leapt in front of his friend, but the frenzied wolf knocked him on his back. Lieutenant! came the shout as Lalo and three of his fellow soldiers sailed into the wolf. They beat him back as more rabbits poured in from behind. Finding his feet, Pickett took a moment to survey the scene. The brave surge from the foremost rabbits had disrupted the wolf attack, but more wolves flooded in from the woods. The small band that met them, commanded by Captain Fry, could not last long. The main line was turning, and Morvan's army had every advantage. The sky was clearing of smoke. Raptors descended on the rabbits behind the lines, and, hard as the rabbits fought, they had no defense. Pickett looked to the ridges above, and, seeing nothing, his heart sank. Where is Bleston? The catapults, under Helmer's command, were their only hope against the deadly birds of prey. Joe! Pickett shouted as the soldier sent arrow after arrow into the wolf army. To Helmer! he called. Cole joined them, and the three hurried toward the catapults. The wolves that had broken this far behind their lines were fighting alone. Together, Pickett, Joe, and Cole made a difficult band for any single wolf to defeat. But it wasn't long before Pickett heard the swishing of wings above him, and turning, he saw a hawk closing in. The small band of rabbits dropped to their backs on the ground, their blades jutting up like deadly nettles. Joe sent his arrows flying, but the hawk dodged and dipped as he descended. He hovered above them, beating his wings and slashing with a long sword. Pickett barely dodged the cleaving swipe. He rolled over as the blade cut a long furrow in the dirt. Pickett gasped, gazing up at the hawk with wide eyes. He was out of ideas. The hawk cackled, brought his blade around, and beat his wings. He was ready to strike. But he was struck by a speeding barrel. The catapults! The bird spun, then spiraled down to crash into a pair of advancing wolves. The barrel dropped and landed, lit but unexploded, right where Pickett, Cole, and Joe lay sprawling. The fire was inching closer to the keg. Terrified, the three rabbits scrambled to their feet and fled. The keg exploded behind them. There was a flash of light, a bright blazing orange rimmed in gold. The concussive wave hit Pickett, sending him crashing down to fall in a heap, his fur singed and head aching. Shaking his head, he rose slowly to his feet. At first, he could hear nothing. His head pounded and his ears rang. Shaking off the pain and confusion, he ran for the catapults. But Cole, looking singed and battered himself, grabbed his arm and led him back. Pickett had been running the wrong way. As the ringing in his ears subsided and the sounds of battle slowly returned, Pickett realized he was wounded, bleeding in several places. But his mind had cleared by the time they reached Helmer. Along with Hayward and a band of soldiers, Helmer was working furiously to reload the third catapult. Archer stood nearby, firing in disciplined squads, holding off the circling raptors. Thanks for that, Pickett shouted at Helmer. That was Hayward, Helmer shouted back. Hayward saluted, then resumed his work cranking down the catapult arm. When it was ready and had been carefully aimed by Hayward, 
Helmer shouted, Fire! The barrel was lit and sent aloft as the arm came forward in a shattering crack. The giant wooden arm sent its cargo into the sky to burst in a terrific blaze. But the arm came apart in a rending split that sheared it in half. It's useless, sir, Hayward cried, quickly examining the broken arm. No possibility of fixing it here. That leaves us with two, Helmer said, shaking his head. Where's Bleston? Pickett shouted, glancing to the ridge above. He's supposed to be here by now. What's happened to the plan? Helmer turned to Pickett. Can't you see? Bleston's not coming. Pickett turned toward the empty ridge. Bluston was supposed to bring his force in on the flank, slamming into the unsuspecting enemy army. His large force would have given the rabbits at least some chance, and they had hoped for reinforcements from Cloud Mountain and more catapult support from above. But no one was going to help them. They were trapped, alone, driven against the rocks. The outlet? Hayward asked, frowning. There was a small escape point between the forest and the mountain, a last avenue of retreat in case the worst happened. We just got a runner back, Helmer said, shaking his head. The pass is blocked by wolves. We're trapped. We wanted them to think we were, and thanks to Bleston's treachery, we are. Betrayed, Pickett said. We are betrayed. 